0: Shootcast. We're going to review the qualifying finals. Joining me on the line as always, Mark Cashman from Rugby News. Hello, Casho.
1: What a lovely week, Berger. Uh Norths uh, through week one of the finals uh, against a, a pretty formidable Hunter Wildfire side, I thought. But uh, yeah, looking good.
0: Looking forward to discussing that match and the other two. Also joining us on the line, is Andrew Swain fresh from uh, the Wallaby shoot today, mate? How are you, Swanie?
2: Yeah, very well. Yeah, we did our big uh, content capture today with the Wallabies, um, and all went well. I tell you what, I can just there's just focus in that camp uh, at the moment. It felt like guys are there to do a job, um, yep. and they were, you know, they, were, they seemed relaxed, um, having just spent a couple of days up in Arnhem Land, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were also very focused on the job, so yeah, interesting times.
0: What was the um, Arnhem Land Darwin trip uh, all about? What did it encompass, mate? Was it a bit of team building exercise, a bit of training, or what was, yeah, it? I think Where's they the
2: did a, they did a little bit of training. I think while they were up there, but they also spent a couple of days. Uh, so they did some training in Darwin, and then they spent mm-hmm. two days, or sort of a day and a half in Arnhem Land, just reconnecting or connecting with. Um, country um, people and doing a bit of bit of grounding work. I think um, It felt like Freddie Fittler esque kind of stuff. So okay. um, yeah, it was uh, interesting to hear some of their their stories out of there. We didn't uh, speak to them a hell of a lot about it because um, we had other things to talk about. But uh, sure. yeah, it was. It sounded like they uh, they they had quite an enjoyable time up there.
1: It's a bit of a revisit to two thousand and three so uh yeah they, uh, they, they sort of went around those traps and it uh you know like they uh it's 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 about reconnecting with uh with country and and, uh, and all 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 that sort of stuff uh you know congratulations on them on them for doing it uh and let's hope it gives them uh gives them uh you know some incentive to uh do well it's also interesting that uh Checks done. Uh, you know uh, the thing with the Argentina side, where he's got former players uh, ringing them up to say they're in a in a, in a rugby World Cup squad, and uh, I think I can remember this happening in 2019.
0: Hmm. Oh, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, I was always wondering what was going on up in Darwin. It was an interesting place for training camp. But that makes a bit more sense. Maybe. Um, looking for a bit of uh, identity, a bit of, bit of national pride and still some of that. I mean, yeah. Sweeney, you um, you couldn't get much more national pride than the girls in the Rambo game at the moment. It's all happening for the Matildas.
2: Oh, it is. We saw the Wallabies. They watched that the other night. They sent their little tribute and their celebration mm. videos just like the rest of Australia did. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I actually think that's it's a really good point, Joe. Like, how can you, how can you not be inspired by what they're doing at the moment? So... Um. Very yep. cool, and uh, I think um, it's great that the, the whole country is getting around them.
0: I don't remember a time I have to say uh, like this since the Olympics, Kasher.
1: In no, terms no, of national
0: a, national attention,
1: it's 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 very much like that, isn't it? Uh, and yep. you know they're they're doing some really good things. The uh, the the Matildas. I, you know, I I I do know that tomorrow it's uh, Tilly Day at. Uh, harbour public and um that was uh, engineered by my uh, by my lovely wife so um yeah there's uh there's support uh you know coming left right and center which is great to see
0: yeah i could confirm i've got two primary schools in the house my wife teaches at one they've got a green and gold day and they've also got a matilda's day of the other school where my son goes so it's it's uh it's matilda fever i was walking to work and hearing the national anthem but you know i think um if anything, from a rugby perspective, uh, the power of, of World Cups and, and representing a country on a, in a truly global game like rugby is obviously uh, football or soccer is the world game. But um, hopefully, something for RA to, to draw on there, Swaney.
2: Yeah, and hope you know I hope that the the country gets around you know the Wallabies in twenty seven and the Wallaroos in twenty nine. Um, yep. You know, if this if this is anything to go by,
0: yeah,
2: um, the fever that we're sort of you know, we're getting caught caught up in by the Matildas, then uh, those tournaments in 27 and 29 are going to be something else. Uh, really looking forward to that. So. Yeah. It's going to um, be great.
0: On the flip side, England has the opportunity to absolutely just sink a nation tomorrow night, don't yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's true. Well, I've just seen Spain are through to the final. I don't know if you caught the back end. Mate, of Spain. I just it was a wild finish. What about the finish of it? <laughs>
0: all happening, all happening. Anyway, it's um, not soccer cast, it's shoot cast. Yeah. So i um, sure everyone, though, in the shoot shield community will be watching the Matildas tomorrow night. So up the tillies. All right. Um, big round of finals action on the weekend. Um, let's start with that tight affair at North Sydney Oval, Northern Suburbs 23, Hunter Wildfires 17. Uh, it was tight, it was tense. Um, it was a, a real semi final there, Casho, after. Uh, the moral looseners over there at Percy's, mate, um, you got through the afternoon. Okay, talk me through the shawman's victory.
1: Well, it was, uh, yeah, as, as you've already said, it was uh, a tense affair. It was, uh, it was very close. Uh, uh, Hunter wildfires really came to play. Uh, we we watched it from uh from the hill. So uh Ooh, interesting nice. um interesting scenario there. So uh hang on, hang on. You you joined the
0: common man, you were ushered down from the Molly Dive stand with your scarf and your and Your, your hat? Did and, you wear your cap? Yeah, and your RM Williams boots and all the uh entertainment <laughs> of you know power oh, yeah. brokers I, of I, Sydney Rugby. Oh yeah,
1: I, I had the whole lot and uh not far from me was uh uh, uh some bloke from the Waratahs I think his name was Darren Coleman who oh, right. uh, was uh, watching uh the the work of his brother uh bubba Coleman go yeah. go around as uh, coach of the uh, the Hunter Wildfires. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the uh the entire uh, Coleman family was uh was there so they uh, they they had a reasonable uh, uh, a reasonable sort of like afternoon in 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 the sun at uh, North Sydney Oval but uh uh, he uh He came over and uh said he's uh he's still very much a fan of uh shoot cast and he was wondering if I was doing a live cross to uh shoot cast there so uh no no uh, no such luck but uh yeah. listen, it uh, it it was one of those tight affairs hunter wildfires really uh they they absolutely came to play they uh they muscled up uh gave a bit of ginger to to, to uh ju gibbs uh early in the piece and uh, yep. uh quite astoundingly missed uh missed a couple of uh, for him easy, easy shots at goal but uh mm-hmm. norms were able to uh keep their nose in front uh good work from their their entire front row Hugh sinclair i thought uh did some really good stuff and uh Brodie Lieber, uh boston Carapa, i thought did some good stuff but uh Really, I think the uh, the winning of the game came from uh, the northern suburbs bench with uh, Saxon Gillies coming on, uh, Jevons Fellows uh, coming on, and uh, a, a couple of the front rowers there who uh, who really give something uh, to, uh, something extra to Norths in these uh, these sort of final games. I think it was it was one of those games where where they found a way to win, and that's what you got to do in, in finals. So. Uh, Puts them in uh, in good stead for the, uh, the the game this coming weekend against uh, against Manly.
0: Yeah, they've got some great finishes on the bench there, don't they, sway That Norse bench is um, they really add a lot when they get on the field.
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, and it was Jevons Fellows who you know play, probably made the critical play right at the end there. Wildfires were hard on the attack and just slightly got isolated, and yeah, Jevons Fellows over the top and. Um, you know, great moment. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, you yeah, know, a really tight game. And, and sort of Zach Beer said after the game, you know, they were good, but they need to be great. Um, mm. you know, it was, they've had some pretty, uh, and he said this as well, they've had some pretty gritty affairs this year, but they found a way to win. Yeah. And they, they did that again, uh, on this occasion.
0: Yeah, they did. They're just keeping that, that winning run going. I'm, I'm sure Zach would like a, uh, Maybe more comfortable win, but uh, <laughs> it's the finals. So they're, they're hard to find. Um, a short word on Hunter's season. Though. They've been uh, playing finals football. They've um, been excellent all the year. They had a little bit of a wobble towards sort of the mid to late part of the season. But um, uh, Bubba Common's done a great job with the side up there, Casho. And uh, he's uh, recruited some great players and, and brought some, some, some locals from the area um, yeah, it's yeah, you it's,
1: it, it's, you know, having a winning side, making the finals, give them some sort of momentum for uh, for next year. But, uh, yep. listen, they've, they've got the makings of, of a very good side uh, there. You know, uh, Ryan Lowens at uh, nine, Connor Winchester at ten, yep. uh, Pollard did some uh, good things there, Nate Deterry at the back, and, you know, anyone from one to five is... Uh, uh, is uh really sort of dominant in in in, in their position so uh, yeah good uh, good work from uh, from Bubba to uh, to sort of bring it all together but uh, yeah they'll uh, they'll uh, they'll they'll reflect and have a few beers and uh, think about next year
0: absolutely all right we'll move on to the game at kuji where second place Ramick took down fifth place Gordon Ramick 32. Gordon 23. It was um, a really high quality match, I thought, at times. Um, Ramick flexed their muscle early, scored some good tries, but there was a period there, probably in that 50 to 60 minute zone, where Gordon really had Ramick under the cosh. And if it wasn't for a few misfiring lineouts from Gordon, um, this game really could have gone another way, Sweeney.
2: Oh, definitely. Um, you know, there was. It was very, very tight down there at Cuddy yep. Oval, um, you know, and it, if not from a couple of fantastic efforts from Matthias Jensen in the centres, oh, it could have player. been very different. Um, yep. You know, that first try that he scored, I reckon, I counted six tackle busts, I reckon. It's so tackles, impressive. This yeah. was impressive. He's only 19 years of age, a young Jesus, guy. Jesus, yeah. Um, and then... The the try that he scored to sort of ice the game in the end yep. uh, was a beauty. That came off the back. I don't know if you saw Dylan Peaches' run um, <laughs> just prior to the uh, the penalty that the, the reserve scrum half took the quick tap. And anyway, it was that was a beast of a run. Uh, got him a bit of field position, and then they just had the pace. And um, Gordon were probably cooked at that point um, to to sort of ice the game. So yeah, very tight one down there at Kogi. Um, you know, pretty similar to, to how Zach Beer probably saw it with where you've got to win those tight ones. Ranwick have managed to do that as well.
0: Yeah, there's a um, double injury to both fullbacks, I think, uh, in this game there. Casho, Gordon and Ramwick losing their final. As McGregor went off for Gordon, I think Hendren may have came off for Ramick, But um, when you saw Dylan Peach come on the field, it was a pretty impressive reflection of the depth over at Coogee this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, there's, um, you know, there's, there's some depth there. Dylan Peach coming on's uh, always uh, sort of pretty handy, but uh, uh, I think he's uh, for the rest of the final series uh, heading to France with Australia A to take on uh, on uh, on Portugal along with uh, yeah. uh, Ned Ned uh, Ned Hannigan. So um, mm. yeah, but you know, listen, I. I I think bringing in guys uh, particularly, well, Ned's a very good player and they'd, uh, they'd use him in, uh, in, in, in the right way. But they've got some combinations there at Ramick from, uh, from, from one to five. I've got Cronin Greason did some really good stuff. Cormac Darley once again. Uh, Milan on the Gordon side of things. Harrison Goddard did some, uh, some really good stuff. Uh, Will Terry down that uh, left yeah. edge. Gudson and, uh, and and Morton in the centres uh, were uh, were were pretty good from uh, from uh, from time to time. Rory O'Connor's just uh, just uh, just getting a bit of match fitness up, and uh, his season's over. But uh, yeah, there's some 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 good stuff to work with with the new coach uh, coming into Gordon there uh, next year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, Gordon bow out of the uh, competition for the season. Obviously, Billy Morris is uh, stepping down. Um, now and uh, looking for a a new coach over there at Chatswood. But, um, yeah, they had a a bit of an inconsistent year, but I guess they weren't alone in that regard. Plenty of inconsistent sides this season, but maybe it was a bit too late of a scramble to get their best side um, uh, in contention there, Swainey. It it does take a little wider gel uh, to to come full circle. And taking on Randwick uh, week one uh, was always going to be a tough ask.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, Randwick... Just had that consistency, didn't they? Had you know undefeated for sort of you know nine or ten rounds, I think it was in a row. In the end, um, Gordon, I, I said it. I said it the last couple of weeks. I think when they played their best rugby, they were the best team in the comp. Um, yeah. You know that was my opinion, uh, and I stand by it. They just didn't bring it enough, and yeah. uh, and that was the case on the weekend.
0: That's exactly right. All right. Well, look, the final game of the round. Before we do. Um, I think we've got to discuss the finals format because there's been a lot of debate around top six. Um, this, we obviously had top eight the last couple of seasons. Top six is not a new thing. We had it in 17, 18, 19. Um, it's a shame that the uh, 3v4 game was a dead rubber on Sunday because um, people don't understand, but... <laughs> There is a lot, a lot of fixtures you've got to get organised, especially with lower grades. It takes an awful lot of uh, coordination. But I do think maybe You will raise their hand and say, yeah, we probably should maybe make sure at least that one V6 games on the Sunday because you know it's not uh, fatal for Team 1. But um, ideally you have all games on the Saturday. That's the ultimate scenario. But then there's also content requests from Stan, which I can understand. So there's sort of no perfection in this, but it was a real shame this game was a dead rubber. Um, in terms of neither team were going to get knocked out—that's Eastwood or Manly. Um, it was a funny. So that sort of set the scene for a funny day. Um, but look, take nothing away. I know people message me, and, and there was lots of things online. People outside of Manly and Eastwood saying, "Oh, you know, I'd just throw this game and." play my second grade and get through it. You know, that's easy to say, but when you're a coach, when you're in the finals, it's all about momentum. So don't think for a second that both Manly and Eastwood wanted to win this game. And clearly on the day, one team wanted a lot more than the other because um, Eastwood showed up deluxe and Manly, look, showed up, but, you know, when they got behind, um, really dropped their heads. Now, is there a factor in... Uh, It being a sudden death in that, I would like to think so from a man's perspective, but maybe not. I mean, my big takeaway from this game was how good Eastwood were, to to be honest. They were absolutely fantastic. Their pack was outstanding. And some of their backs are really looking like, um, you know, a a real threat. You obviously got Lockie Anderson and Wilson out wide. And and against our guys, they they, kind of look like pro players against first graders, to be fair. It has to be said. Um, in the game, Manly missed a few of their early opportunities. I think um, Offa, of Manifatoa dropped the ball pretty much over the line. I think Barnabas had a two-on-one and, and didn't get the ball away. And then sort of Manly make penalties around the 50-meter line and, and Ed Med had the ball on a string, was putting the ball five out every time. And Eastwood were just were outstanding and went out to a healthy lead. It was looking pretty ugly. That Manly heads dropped and... That was the story of the day, Kasia. It was, um, yeah, obviously it was frustrating. So I guess from a manly point of view is they're still alive, um, but how much psychological damage has been done is probably the question mark. I, I
1: was saying to some mates of mine uh, on, uh, on on Monday about uh, watching Eastwood was uh, they had that uh, Sydney Uni of 18 months ago feel about them, didn't they? You know, they the author, did, yeah there it, it was a certain way that they uh that they went about uh field position, getting the ball down there, Tane mid, uh, you know, running the roost there, uh kicking down the corners and then mm. uh rolling them in from there. And that, you know, that, that obviously broke a few hearts there. But uh you know the uh the, 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 the other point of conversation over coffee at South Kirk on uh, on Monday morning was uh, was that the one that Manly needed to get out of their system so they could uh, you know snap back into a, a, a bit of form. So we're probably going to find out about that on uh, on, on on Saturday, at North Sydney Oval, aren't we?
0: Well, look, it's, <laughs> trying to read read the tea leaves here, it's hard because Manly's second half of the season has just been poor. You can't hide from it. It's um, haven't had enough wins and. It's been inconsistent. Um, it looks like a
2: broken record a bit, though, Virgo,
0: doesn't well, it? Well, mate, it does, unfortunately, and it's just no hiding from that. It's um, it's Eastwood in the finals again and got absolutely touched up. We haven't been touched up all year. That's why they've had a great defensive record. They have had the best defense in the comp till the weekend. Um, was looked nothing like it. Um, unfortunately, Barnabas got nullified um, pretty, pretty badly. And, yeah, Eastwood were just too good. I, I walked away from the game going, Eastwood can beat Ramey, honestly. I, yeah. I I did. I've heard this week that um, Anderson, who's had, a, I thought, an excellent Super Rugby season for the Rebels, and was my tip for a Wallaby Bolter, is in Australia, eh? Um, So they'll lose him. So that is a bit of a loss. Um, but, yeah, if they play like they did on the weekend um, – you know, um, they can uh, give Randwick a, a really good run for their money. Why not?
2: Yeah, no, I, d- I definitely agree. Um, that's going to be a, a cracking game, Randwick v Eastwood. Um, just, yeah. just back on your point around the um, game being a dead rubber, uh, I remember back in the Channel 7 Shoot Shield days. Yes. Um, Channel 7 were pretty big on actually making that game on the Sunday um, not a dead rubber, so they ended up playing. I think the two v five game on the Sunday afternoon. Um, that's right,
0: that's right. Because you know which, what happened in twenty seventeen. uh bringing up wonderful memories again. I was president of Manly, and my first year, and we played Eastwood. We were one. Eastwood was six. Manly were the hottest team in the cup. Eastwood just like just limping into the finals. Yeah, and they be- and they beat us. As they always do, and then and um, then the next day, I think it's South against North, and then North yep. knocks South out, who were coming second.
2: He came second. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And
0: because I remember standing next to the South president, and he all of a sudden starting to get a bit worried because it was sudden death. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Swanee. You just change the fixtures around, so just try and avoid um, that potential happening because. One thing watching the Matildas play, uh, you got to play for something every time in sport. There's no point having a friendly, is
2: there? 100%.
0: So, uh, anyway, there's um, the final four. The four teams left in the uh, competition, we've got um, Northern Suburbs, we've got Ramwick, we've got Eastwood, and we've got Manly. What I love about this cash show is they're four very proud clubs, four big community clubs. Um, the Uni Factor's not there this year. Whoever wins it is uh, going to be absolutely elated, and for the other three, they'll have the shits.
1: <laughs> well, well yeah, Put it simply, yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen, that's uh, that's hard to disagree with. But uh, yeah. you know, your your scenario about um, about Manly being the uh, the the ugly girl who's been invited along to the big dance. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure whether that's probably the. Uh, the uh, correct scenario, because uh, they uh, they they certainly dished up North in the uh, in, in in round one. I think it was round four or five. So uh, you, know, mm-hmm. there, uh, you know there you know there are memories there, uh, muscle memories of, uh, of of success against North. So we'll we'll, we'll see where it all lands. But uh, you are absolutely right. That uh, that round with Eastwood one is. Uh, the absolute belter of the doubleheader at North Sydney Oval on uh, on, on Saturday, isn't it?
0: I think so. After Eastwood's performance uh, on the weekend, um, yeah, it's uh, a game worthy of a final. Um, and, yeah, Northern Suburbs will be strong favourites, I would have thought, over the Marlins. They couldn't lose this one, could they, Sweeney?
2: Oh, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's, you just never know, do you? I, I'm... I'm um, Switzerland in this situation, I reckon, uh, I reckon it's going to be a cracking game as well. Uh, um, keep all the and... pressure
0: on Swanee this week, they got home ground advantage, then the minor premiers manly just just coming into town. They got one foot in the comp, one foot out, uh, you know. <laughs> Come on, on.
1: Berger. You <laughs> <He's giving laughs> Knuckles Connolly at his best. Poor <laughs> old Queensland, you know, they've got no hope against the uh. You Know the big boys from New South Wales, Right. you know, uh, like there's 15 on 15, isn't it? And you know, a lot of things have got to go right, obviously, for them to uh get there. A lot of things are going to go right for North, a lot of things are going to go right for, for Rambic or Eastwood to uh get their way through. So, uh, yeah, yeah mate, it's, I'm, uh, just, uh, I'm just smacking, I think.
0: I'm just butting you up. I'm sure Chris Deleuze is uh, absolutely firing the boys up for a for a big game and um, I look forward to it. It's a, it's a double header on Saturday, Swaney at North Sydney Oval.
2: I'll tell you what, if you're not at North Sydney Oval this Saturday, um, you're a bum. Oh, you've mm-hmm. got to get there. Um, you know, it's a whole afternoon of quality rugby, 12.30 kickoff. Um, rolls straight into the second game. I mean, where else would you be?
0: How cool? Well, mate, I paid twenty-seven fifty to watch a dead rubber on Sunday, <laughs> watch my team get absolutely pumped and get needled by that, oh, god-awful bloody granite answer at Eastwood. I know he's an ornament to the competition. God bless him, but God, he's a good needler. It was a excruciating 80 minutes. So I actually left at 65. My my son was hadn't had enough and I'd had enough and stormed out of there.
2: <laughs> oh, shades of. It was uh, bloody
0: cold. It was cold in that grandstand at Milner, I tell, tell you. It's
2: you. hard when you're on the other end of it, aren't you? Remember that day, afternoon at Gordon with, with all of us? Uh, you know, it's hard when you're on the other uh, end of it. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's been a been a few, few people raising eyebrow and wonder how Manly's made it. And all I can say to those guys is stiff shit. So <laughs> <laughs> we're there. You're not. And, um, mate. May the best teams win on Saturday, Casho.
1: Well, yeah, you know that's uh, that's what it's all about. It's um, it, it, it's a contest. Uh, thankfully, we uh, we don't have to go to a uh, uh, you know a, a heart breaking uh, penalty shootout. But uh, yeah, it should is be. That, is uh, that not one of the lo- a lovely afternoon?
0: Hang on, is that not one of the permutations? If we get to uh, end of extra time, or are we going uh, kicking highest... comp? Kicking comp, or are we going?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think at different times, some of the uh, some of those under twenty tournaments, uh, they've actually gone. They've actually gone to the situation with uh, with uh, with that. But uh, I'd uh, I'd I'd have to check the minutes of the uh, of uh, check it with Kerry Brady, the competition manager, about uh, well, all the scenarios.
0: If it goes as deep as uh, the Matildas, Sweeney, maybe Cashel get a call up off the hill.
2: Well, mate, it, it, there'd be worse candidates around, I reckon. Casho, oh, uh, I'm told, is a sneaky, stealth, um, um, sharpshooter with the boot. Is is that right, Casho? Right, after seven Carlton, I'm, a, I'm a
1: toe poker from way back. I, uh, I learnt my goal kicking skills from uh, from uh, my uh, one of my initial fourth grade uh, captains, uh, Richard Hazard. Uh, Ireland uh, in 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 the Norse Premiership year of 1978. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, uh, it, it, it'd it be interesting. Um, I've got a broken toe on the kicking boot at the moment, but uh, I'm, I'm not sure how I'd go.
0: Oh, beautiful. Oh, well, looking forward to it. Um, another awesome weekend of shoot-shoot action, and I can't wait to go to North Sydney Oval on Saturday to soak it all up. I um, will see you there, Mark. And Sweeney, I'm sure you'll be looking on with, uh, with keen interest.
2: I certainly will be. I'll be calling the Brothers v. Bond Uni um, elimination final up in Brisbane, but I'll definitely be also keeping a one eye on all the action out of the Charter Shield. Thank you, gentlemen. I'll speak to you next week, grand
0: final
1: week next week. Good luck. Love it. Oh,